Uh, Emily, were you able to find Missouri on the uh, on the map? Did you look that up? I did actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got uh, confused with Mississippi. Oh, well, <laughs> um, that would be the southern part of the state. Yeah. <laughs> uh, howdy. Uh, well, welcome to Managing Expectations, the podcast um, that talks about interesting th things um we talk about books movies uh tv uh um you know interesting things uh movies art uh so um uh because of a scheduling conflict uh my aide-de-camp brian Grimm, is uh, not with us uh this evening uh Brian, as as I've said previously, uh, has a has a day job, and he is a one man recession fighting machine. But interestingly, we had so much fun with the last episode uh, that um, I'd like to welcome back uh, Tears of Major and Emily Fry. Howdy, Tirza. Howdy, Emily. Hi. Hello. Okay. So uh, um, we uh, had some really positive uh, feedback uh, uh, after talking about uh, John D. McDonald's Pale Gray for Guilt. And uh, we're uh, poised to uh, have uh, a more... Uh, generic uh episode uh um sorry um uh, uh so uh I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was I was distracted by something. Um, <laughs> uh, and if you thought that was distracting, wait till you see what happens next. <laughs> uh, oh oh. Um, <clears throat> okay, so that that made for some ho pretty horrible radio. So one of the things that. Uh, <laughs> One of the things that, uh, uh, well, we'll get to that. Uh, couldn't be happier to uh, welcome in um, special guest, uh, Elena. Uh, Elena, can you hear us all right? <laughs> nope. Seeing here, cross-country skiing. <laughs> Elena, can you hear us? We can't, we can't hear you. Um, okay, so uh, uh, this is maybe the worst beginning to a podcast yet. Um, uh, Elena seems to be uh, reenacting a, a scene from The Killing. Uh, 
she's uh, shushing me, and she's she's rollerblading. She's she's a roller skater, so she's um, uh, not able to connect to audio, um, and that's and that's too bad. Uh, so we'll. It's okay. Uh, Elena, can you, can you, can you nod if you, okay. So one of the things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's very frustrating, isn't it, uh, Elena? Yeah. Okay. And there she went. Okay. Uh, she was getting some exercise. Uh, she's been uh, penned up like uh, everyone else. Uh, this, uh, uh, during the quarantine, during the pandemic, and we may yet have her back. So uh, happy to have Emily and Tirza with her. And uh, at this uh, at this uh, juncture in the recording, uh, it may be time to go live. Uh, howdy, welcome to episode 40 something of Managing Expectations, the podcast by interesting people talking about interesting things uh, like books, movies, uh, television, uh, art, um, commenting on the passing scene. So uh, we have uh, are welcoming back uh, Tears of Major and Emily Fry. Welcome back, uh, uh, ladies, women with a Y. Thank you. Women with a Y. Uh, yeah, like um, there's like a radical feminist wing that won't spell women uh, as like with M-E-N in it. So it's spelled W-O-M-Y-N. Are you just learning about this? Right. Did I just teach you that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, don't, did. you did. Yeah, don't We're not fall. radical. So we no. know about these no. things. You know, not, uh, you know, decent level. The... Um, uh, the British writer Rebecca West said uh, something like, all I know is that someone calls me a feminist every time I distinguish myself from a doormat. I thought that was a pretty good line. <laughs> pretty accurate. So uh, one of the things that people uh, complain about uh, a podcast about is that they're just quote dudes talking uh and uh we um and, you know brian and i have been very uh, upfront about um uh it being a a a, a substitute for therapy as well as us being uh, just um super interesting guys but we don't want to fall into just dudes talking. Uh, it would seem that we're, we're able to be joined now by a um, uh, friend of managing expectations, Elena Vaslovskaya. Elena, are you there? Elena, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, okay, she's um, she's getting comfortable. Elena, can you hear me? Yes. We're so I was I, I, I was telling. Because the park is closing. Sorry. 
The park You're is closed. What did I miss? What were you? <laughs> the park is closing. I'm not gonna say I got lost, but I will say that I'm not here on time. Well, I'm also laggy, so you're gonna have to give me one. Okay. Well, listen. Do you need to get to somewhere safe so that you don't have to uh, be in the park after dark, uh, or um, you want to give us a call when you get home? It's yeah. This is fine. It's safer here than it is at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, that's funny. Or the car parts place that I went to today. So, all right, I'm here now. Okay, well, I was just saying that uh, you know managing expectations is really a it's a uh, it's a Jeff and Brian joint, but uh, we don't. Uh, but you know what? I'm uh, we don't want to just it to be dudes talking. And I've tried to get Elena for a long time. Uh, we had a lot of positive feedback with uh, Emily and uh, at Tirza last week, so um, uh, we need. We're here to, to take over. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, Girls drool and boys drool, as they say. Especially one that looks like Jeff. <laughs> you um, made a horrible mistake, Jeff. I think. All right. <laughs> Let's roast Jeff. That's a tactical Jeff. disadvantage. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I think that we um, um, may have discovered something that's more tedious than um, dudes talking. Uh, and that's and that's chicks talking. I don't know. It depends on what you guys want to talk about. So um, kind of a bad deal today. Um, so uh, so my, uh, my mom's had to come up and stay with us for a while to get to a couple of doctor's appointments. And, uh, she brought her dog and her dog wasn't in great health and the dog's been getting sick. And today, while I was at work, um, Mrs. Winger and had to take my mom and the dog to the vet and they had to put the dog down. Ooh. Yeah. That's heavy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Now, um, I have a friend who was in Vietnam and he says, and I believe, and I believe this is true almost universally, that you can't expect anyone to love your pets or your kids as much as you do. Sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, but, but just on a basic level, I mean, I, I, I really do sympathize because I mean, when I had to put my dog Hugo down, um, I mean, I tried to, I, I really tried to man up, but you know what? In fact, I learned a va very valuable lesson, uh, because I, I bawled that day. I mean, I just, I just bawled, um, but there I was at the vet and, um, you, you know, my, my thing has always been, look, if it, if it's, uh, if it's a tense moment, if it, um, um, you know, it's kind of painful or awkward. I try to like make, you know, like a, a joke about it. And, um, uh, but, 
when when Hugh when Hugo went was was in that vet's office for the last time, I couldn't speak. I simply couldn't speak uh, without my voice cracking. And I thought, oh, well, this is the secret of Gary Cooper. Um, just don't say anything, and people will think you're like a, a real stud. Um, just the strong, silent type, right? Now, uh, I've never really mastered that in any other aspect of my life, but you know, if you if you can't speak without your voice breaking, just stand there and seem taciturn, like yeah. You know, I have a friend who was just saying the other day how if someone were to give her a really long hug right now, she would just start bawling. And I noticed that I'm at the point where if anyone asks me if I'm okay or shows like any slight concern, you know, I start bawling. And it's... Elena, why don't don't you just suck it up, okay? (laughs) You're 30. Welcome to real life. So, it, so you did you turn thirty? No, no, not yet. Okay, uh, because um, uh, one of our other uh, w- one of the other guests here on the Managing Expectations podcast uh, is is twenty nine, but considers herself thirty. Twenty eight, but yes, twenty eight, but considers herself thirty. Yeah, twenty eight is the new thirty two. Yeah, you just round up. <laughs> You round up. Yeah. Exactly. Like dog years. I haven't years, heard right? that before. Like dog <laughs> years. I haven't heard that before. I am also so, 28. See? Are you yeah. really? Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff, you know a lot of young ladies. <laughs> a little creepy. Um, okay. Well, Emily always knows just what to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've I, I I've got something prepared for that too. I mean, uh, look, I, I I oh oh come on. So you you can look at me askance, Emily, but the fact of the matter is, I yeah. I mean, okay. So Mrs. Winger and I have not had children, and the reason for that is exactly this. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid that they would be like me. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, Elena is actually very similar to what I imagine um, my kid would be like, except um, except uh, uh, Elena um, isn't a isn't a mercenary mercenary working fighting the Russians on the yeah. eastern front of in Ukraine. I mean, I'm a pacifist. I wouldn't say fighting, but. <laughs> 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 okay well and you and and i'm just you uh but a girl and younger right jeff <laughs> did i say that have i said that wow you, you said that we're <laughs> we said we're similar at times you don't need to put that on yourself okay you break okay. away <laughs> break away i've never i i don't know that you're as you're angry enough but Oh, but it's just, it's in there. It's just, you're just repressing it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's the Midwestern way. Just, (laughs) 
just keep True. swallowing, just keep swallowing just keep that. Keep it all. Mm -hmm. Just keep yeah. it right here, yeah. under your jaw, above yeah. your heart. <laughs> that's that's why your voice cracks. That because that's yeah. where it is. It's too close. Um. So. Uh. So anyway, uh, it is just absolutely me. It's absolutely heartbreaking when a pet dies, and um, you know. Um, in fact, and, and I was amazed. So when we had to put my dog Hugo down, uh, Mrs. Winger, Mrs. Winger bailed. Uh, she wouldn't, she wouldn't go, um, which I found surprising. Um, there's also when my dog, uh, so I had in Kansas city, we had, well, we got him in Fort Worth. When we moved to Kansas city, uh, we moved, um, we took the two dogs. Uh, it was freezing cold in the winter time. Uh, and so we would like they w dogs that were only outside dogs in Texas uh, became inside dogs in, in um, uh, Kansas City, but they were only downstairs inside dogs. And then um, uh, they um, so, so Horatio, they were brothers and, 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 but I didn't, I don't know if you guys know this, but a female dog, uh, can get knocked up in the, uh, by different male dogs in the same litter. Did you know that? I mean, no. it sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and they, they had the same mom, different dads. That's right. In the okay. same litter, I'm not, okay. I'm, you know. So it's not like I mean. So I suppose it was, I suppose they're like step brothers, but um, half, half brothers. Yeah, because they share a parent. Let me school you on something. I don't. I don't know how that works. High school biology. <laughs> no way for real. Uh half brothers as opposed to what are step oh a step brothers when you like marry, marry into the yeah marry there's into. no blood yeah okay i'm i'm so sorry i i i apologize um uh so uh uh so horatio got cancer and we took him to uh, a vet outside of uh kansas city and um somebody had recommended him and he was like a country vet. And, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I thought a country vet would be good for this reason. It's like, look, we'll do everything reasonable to, um, save the dog, but you know, we're not going to be sentimental if it, if we got to put him down. All right. So he thought that we could save the dog, but he couldn't. And then, and so like they cut him open, but, and bandaged him, but then uh, it, it just it just became horrible, and, and and we had to make the decision to put Horatio down, and the vet made a hash out of it. Okay, so like he was having trouble finding the vein, so he like blew through the vein and out the other side, and like the poison well you know the i don't know i don't even know what it's called i mean oh it, 
but it's the poison got in the face of of the of the assistant this is a quentin tarantino it was it was yeah it it wasn't it wasn't far off so they're flipping out because you know it's real poison okay in the meantime you know my dog is just panicky and you know it it, it, you know it bothers me the dog was like awake during all this well yeah because he was in a state of high agitation uh when we took him to the vet i see uh so you know um and then anyway this it was terrible uh when hugo went down it was it was a much better more professional operation and in fact afterwards we got a really nice card from the vet um probably because i just quietly sobbed um they you know send a nice card saying that you know her uh hugo was loved and you know what are you gonna do well so anyway this is kind of a bummer conversation but um yeah it is yeah it is sad. yeah my dog died the dog that i had grown up with i think i was about 16 at the time and we'd had him for 10 years and that was really traumatic because he, he just passed away at home and my dad was with him when that happened but man that was hard and then just taking care of it I was, and it took a long time to want a dog again at that point. So I know some people, they do the overlap thing. They get a dog when the other dog is getting older, then they're never without a dog. Yeah, that's literally what my mom would do is we've never had any pet longer than like a handful of years. So we never, ever had to experience a pet getting older because by the time they were five my mom already like kind of switched it out like a handbag and you know replaced it with like pit bulls or shepherds or something so it's i don't know if it's better or worse because i mean i've never had to experience you know a pet of mine dying but at the same time like where well where do they go she just finds another home yeah. Just finds another place for me. I don't want to say a shelter because I, I, I don't think she's, you know, that cruel of a person, but you know, I don't know. Uh mm, okay. That that is kind of funny. Uh so it's like you do you do lose a dog, right. but then but you have another dog. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you're already distracted by that time. One, I think the worst one was I grew up with two chihuahuas and we've had them since they were like, you know, like right out of the the little, uh, what are they called? Those like breeders who have like a house and they just breed dogs and that's their job. So puppy mills, puppy mills, puppy mills. There we go. It was puppy mill. And um, like we had these two chihuahuas. And this was in high school when my stepdad, he left them outside in the front yard and forgot about them for like three hours and went outside and they were gone. But like, the thing is they've gotten lost before and they found their way back home. Like these dogs, like they know what they're doing. And like, if a stranger did try to pick them up, 
then they'd probably run away. I mean, they're chihuahuas, they're vicious little things, you know? So I'm like, is this a setup? And I'm still like, I still don't have an answer to this. Like, did somebody really take the dogs? Cause I mean, I, I'd be pretty okay with that. Cause honestly, like if they have a good place to go if they don't have an owner that forgets about them outside for three hours, then they're probably better off. But I was, I was like super furious that I didn't get to like, you know, I didn't know like the last time I saw them was the last time I was going to see them. It would have been nice. To say goodbye. But, uh, yeah. To say, but I mean, it's not like they, you know, died. So it's, it's. As far as you know. Um, as far as I know. Exactly. Because the thing is, people people do people do steal chihuahuas. People love chihuahuas, and, and they I, are and lovable dogs. I disagree. So I think they're yippy, and they won't shut up, and love they're it. excitable. Typical man answer. <laughs> chihuahuas are yes. cute. Like, is it a blueberry muffin or is it the face of a chihuahua? <laughs> you just can't tell. Exactly. You can't tell. I, I don't like them either. I, I don't ah. find them cute at all. I don't strike I don't one. like them. They're big <laughs> eyes and their big ears. They're so unproportional. It's like a Pixar cartoon. Made its way into real life. I've never had a chihuahua though. Maybe if I actually had, an, had one That's living why. with me, I could see it. Yeah, it would be. It would it would be a whole new world. They're so protective like I used to play this game where I'd like like tell my my like stepdad or my mom or somebody, I'd be like slap my hand just slap my hand and they do it and these dogs like these tiny dogs would just like you know start attacking these people and it was the cutest thing and it's like instinctive for them you know um um yeah, but they can't do anything about it. All they do is is act like I don't know. They they get agitated like Barney Fife, and and you know try try to try to perform a citizen's arrest. That's why I like them because they're just like me. Talk them. Talk them yeah. yourselves. I'm assuming is what he said. Yeah. So they're little tiny dog pacifists. Exactly. Exactly. Like who they talk they just a bunch want of shit, but they take no action. <laughs> so what other kinds of dogs have you had? Oh gosh. Okay. Um a lot. Like when I so my mom and I when we moved to America, we moved to Laporte and the very first dog I had was actually a neighbor's dog who um, I don't know what type of dog it was, but it was like a long haired, golden kind of medium sized dog. And her name was Copper. And we also had, um, her, like my mom's husband had this like huge, big black dog that was just like, so sweet. And they were both already older dogs. So they were like really easy going. Like I would just, my favorite thing I would do with them was, um, behind the house there was like this cow field and then behind that there was uh like a a train a railroad and uh the dogs and i would go into the cow field and i would try to pet these cows and 
I don't know if you know that cows are like so skittish. They're so skittish. And I would try to like get the dogs to like herd the cows towards me, but it never worked. And uh, <laughs> even those dogs we didn't have for very long. And then right after that, we like lived in an apartment complex and uh, my mom was working at a vet clinic at the time. So we had, we had a chinchilla and a prairie dog and a hamster all at the same time and a goldfish. And I remember that was like, that was my favorite. I'm just like, surely we'll be able to keep these because they're so small, you know, they don't cause any issues, but even that, I don't even know what we did with those. I think like, it was like the opposite of Christmas. I woke up and came into the living room one day and they were all gone. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, is it a typical dude answer to say there's only two acceptable types of pets, yeah. dogs and cats, if you must? If you must. You have to ask if it's a typical answer. It's a, it's a typical answer. <laughs> okay well emily uh, i don't know cats emily i don't know if you know this but i'm not i'm not a i'm not i'm not a typical guy um i'm not like it's other really hard to evaluate ourselves isn't it i'm sensitive i can tell when a gal's had a haircut and i always say oh it's very fetching Fetch isn't gonna happen. Stop trying to make it happen. We've been making fetch happen for forty something episodes. <laughs> no, I think that's true. I think that's true, Jeff. Okay, wait. Can you guys answer this for me really quick? Because I I heard a girl talk about it on a YouTube video, and now I notice that I'm starting to have this kind of negative opinion when somebody, like, say you're wearing makeup or you're dressed up, and somebody says oh, you look nice. Now that I've heard this girl say it, I'm starting to think, oh, do I not look nice all the rest of the time? Are you saying that there's like a noticeable improvement in my feature, which is exactly what it is. So it's like, it's not something that's rude, but at the same time, it's like, is it rude? <laughs> I don't know. I just hate when anyone talks to me in general. So, I think that's what it is. Yeah, just, like, don't acknowledge my existence. God. Yeah. Just... I would much rather just no one ever talk to me ever again. And that would be perfect. Consent. I think you yeah. could just say thank you very much and uh, move on. Don't think about move it anymore. On. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. overthinking about those kind of situations will drive you crazy because it's like you could start thinking of everything negatively at that point. It's true. So yeah. uh, I have, uh, uh, I, maybe uh, the three of you would benefit from my mansplaining what really happens in those, uh, in, in, in those interactions. Uh, someone's saying, you look especially nice today. Right. Uh, and the reason I don't tell you you look nice every day is I don't want to um, creep you out. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't want our heads to get too big. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't want, I don't want a phone call to HR. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, I, I don't want you to think I'm hitting on you. So, uh, it's like, oh, well, you know, so I, I save it up for like when you obviously, uh, have 
cut your hair or you know you've you know done something uh notable i don't know right yeah and and it's just because um um I don't know. You don't really, guys don't really do it to other guys, I suppose, but sometimes it's like, oh, did you get some new boots? All right. Yeah, those look pretty good. Uh, oh, we've known each other for 25 years? Yeah. All right. Cool. You remember that line, Ron Swanson um, talked about uh, the, one of the best friends he ever had. Said I've said about said about twenty five words to her my entire life. So sometimes we, sometimes we we won't we still, we still won't talk, talk, talk still sometimes. still won't talk for months. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I'm a guy. All right. So at this juncture, we're gonna take um, a brief uh, pause. We're gonna um, insert a commercial. Uh, from some of our great sponsors here on Managing Expectations. And we will be back with, um, uh, I don't know, The Coven. Uh, I'm not sure what to uh, call our, and probably not that, not probably not that. No, the, not that. Uh, the, uh, uh, we'll be back with our esteemed, uh, co-equal, um, worthy of dignity and respect uh, guest panelists uh tonight overreaching <laughs> okay we'll be right we'll be back in just a moment hi thanks for listening in this far we want to take a moment and thank our sponsors, MrsWinger.com, uh, the home of Mrs. Winger Makes Masks, the maker of fine, stylish, effective, and comfortable m masks or face coverings. Uh, these are made in uh, harmony with uh, CDC gu guidelines. Uh, they're double layer. Uh, it's made with a heavy cotton that you can breathe through and that you can wear on your face, but uh, um, stops uh, uh, the particulate uh, that we need stopped right now. It also has a, an inner pocket that you can add a third layer, a filter, uh, if you want. So MrsWinger.com is the place for safe, comfortable, effective, stylish face coverings for our difficult pandemic times. Also uh, bringing you this episode of Managing Expectations is uh, All in a Dream Comics and Books on East Colfax in Denver, Colorado. Call for Ray at area code 303-333 8616. That's area code 303-333-8616. You are going to be knocked out at Ray's new location. It's a place where you can find terrific back issues going back to uh, Silver Age, even the Golden Age. It's also the best collection of graphic novels I've seen. So if you're a little too 
uh, fancy to have musty old collectible comics around your house and you just want to read uh, the best uh, stuff from when you were a kid, check out Ray's graphic novels at All in a Dream Comics and Books in Denver, Colorado. Finally, we want to give a uh, shout out, a, a heartfelt plug in to uh, uh, our guys Chris and Harrison Levine, that father and son combo behind the 7208 uh, podcast. It's found on Spotify only, uh, but it's worth checking out. Um, it's a tight half hour of um, uh, bi-generational uh, perspective on pop culture and their interaction as father and son is just terrific. So uh, the 7208 podcast on Spotify uh, is definitely worth your time, worth checking out. Finally, uh, just a reminder that Managing Expectations uh, can be found on all the popular platforms. Uh, check, out, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, also, Podbeam, Stitcher, um, wherever you get your podcasts, you should be able to find Managing Expectations. So, uh, with that, we thank you for your kind attention, and back to the show. So, um, welcome back. Uh, welcome back again to uh, episode 40-something of Managing Expectations, uh, the uh, po podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast that gives the people what it, what they want. Um, H.L. Mencken, uh, a writer in the early part of the 20th century, said that uh, democracy is the belief that uh, the people know what they deserve. What, what the belief that the people know what they want, and they right. deserve to get it good and hard. Um, like socialism. Uh, <laughs> I like no, it. No, no, get it good and hard. Like, you know, no, this is the guy we want. And then, okay, well, if oh. I got to, if I have to diagram it for you. Um, then it's already too late. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so let's see a show of hands. Who all's wearing Crocs right now? Emily. Hey, did you catch that, Elena? Yeah, I she, did. Yeah, she They're bright yellow. I mean, how do you miss them? She flashed a little Croc. <laughs> <laughs> I want some. They're making it back in style and they even have little like decals now, like little pins that you can add on to them. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Emily, do you think they're fun? <laughs> Emily, you may be muted or talking into. Can you talk into the can of beans that are tied with a string? Are you, Emily, can, can you talk? She's figuring it out. Okay, I'm sorry. I, are you upset that I was putting her under so much pressure? <laughs> Only because I couldn't figure it out for the first 15 minutes when I hopped on earlier. So it, it is a lot of pressure and I understand. Okay, so, um, Emily, you can hear us. 
but we can't hear you. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can so, read your lips, which is excellent for podcasting. Just. Uh huh. <laughs> I think okay. it's going to be groundbreaking. Tirza, why don't you? Why, why don't you? Um, when? Why don't you read? Why, why don't you tell us what Emily is saying? From okay. re, uh, only do it. Do her in the voice of Chuki McCall. <laughs> uh, oh, there she is. Oh. I can hear you. Yay. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I no, that you don't have to do Chuki. Uh, yeah. It's be Chuki, but also extremely angry and disappointed. Yeah. So there you go. All right, Trav, so Dylan, why don't you jump off the boat? <laughs> <laughs> so um i have a question i have a question uh are you guys afraid to get on an elevator it, it, say you're 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 gonna get on it uh you're taking an elevator sure. up in a building uh, i don't know if you guys know how elevators work let me explain uh, but seriously Is this because of the cecil hotel documentary are you about to get into that i don't know about that i am about to get into that i don't know oh, i don't good <laughs> you're gonna binge it's only four episodes <laughs> what's the cecil hotel documentary oh, who, the... wants, who wants to go first i won't go first because spoilers i've already seen it also, spoilers, it's a real story. So spoilers, it's been in the news. Spoilers. <laughs> Somebody died. I have no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> um, the part of a Kristen Wiig character will be played by Elena this evening. <laughs> That's one Jeff reference that I actually understand. Emily, what's the, uh, the Foster Hotel uh, documentary? I don't know. What? <laughs> Elena, what's this documentary? All right, it's about, um, oh, I forgot her name, but it was uh, this young woman, she's 21. She was in college, it was over summer. So she wanted to, to travel and there was, um, she ended up going missing. She was staying at the Cecil Hotel. Cecil. There's Cecil, or if you're foreign, Cecil. Cecil. And, uh, <laughs> there were a lot of people calling it all kinds of different things. It was awesome. And um, the last known footage of her was was of her in the elevator. And she's doing all these wacky things like with her hands. And it went viral on, on YouTube when it happened. And then they ended up finding her body in one of the water, uh, uh, what is it called? Like the water storage water tanks on the roof. And but what city is the Cecil? Uh, L.A. It's actually in um, Skid Row. It's like in the center of Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles or Los Angeles. Los Angeles. L.A. Yeah. So I thought that's where you were going. With no, the no, I wasn't. So it's oh. all about the one the one um uh the one incident i mean i mean it's a four part um mini series about yeah. so it's like a true crime thing yeah yeah exactly 
exactly a true crime thing. Okay. It's also really well done. Uh, is it on Netflix? Yes. Yes. And and so it's the Cecil Hotel documentary on Netflix. Yes. And and Emily, you know about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of it? No, I was gonna start it today with a pizza. Well, um, listen, we won't go long. I know you. <laughs> I know you've got a hard out. This is like having Sinatra on the Tonight Show. Uh, we Pretty know you much. can't stay. You've got another. Uh, you've got another. Uh, uh, okay. Why were well, you asking about elevators? Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, so uh, a book that I always recommend that I that I frequently recommend is called uh, "The Gift of Fear" by um, a guy named Gavin De Becker, and it's terrific. And but a little. A little scary, but I mean, the guy's premise, I mean, he's like a personal security expert. And he's like, if you, I, I mean, it's more than just intuition. He says, um, you're, you're, you're often picking up on, on signs. Uh, and, and I don't mean like supernatural signs, but I mean, indications, hints, uh, the tone of voice. Uh, and and it, he starts with this just dreadful experience of a woman who's, you know, she only wants to make one trip and she she bought too many groceries at the grocery store and she's making her way in, you know, back to her apartment and she's carrying all her stuff up. And she thought it was weird that the door was ajar and she was mad at her neighbors for leaving it at a jar. But uh, she... Um, uh, uh, was kind of glad that she didn't have to fumble for her key and she gets inside and she drops a bag and the cat food goes rolling and then some guy says, oh, here, let me help you with that. And it just felt funny, right? Like, who's this guy? And then he's like, well, here, I, you know, I, I can help you. And she's like, well, no, I, I've got it. He's like, oh, you know, you know, you know, please let me help, you know what I mean? Okay. So anyway, so he like, um, uh, hurts her and she barely escapes with her life. And, um, uh, and there were, and there were just, there were tells along the way that something was amiss that this isn't quite right. And, um, that's, uh, De Becker's, uh, premise in uh, gift of fear um but i i i know okay so like about the time uh 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 donald trump was in the news about uh grabbing women do you remember that in 2015 i think we all remember that okay. his lawyers don't apparently <laughs> but everyone else does so um so uh, there, I, I, there was like some sort of meme, like, um, it, well, well uh, without, without slaughtering this meme that I don't really re remember, um, I don't know. It, it, 
it, it would seem that some women are um, troubled at the idea of being alone with a guy on an elevator. And I'm honestly asking, and I'm asking whether or not you guys are so, are, whether or not you're concerned. Oh my gosh, can I, I go? Oh, no, you go first, you go first. Well, I, I just, you guys have never met me. You don't know me, I'm per, you haven't seen me standing up, but I'm six one and look like I lifted weights in college. So I don't have the same fear that like a fi uh, an average size woman, the national average is five four. I don't think that that's necessarily accurate or a good way to feel, <laughs> but I've never really had anybody hassle me. And I think partly it's because I don't put myself in dangerous situations. I try very hard not to, but also I think it's just, uh, I would be a little harder to grab and throw into the back of the truck <laughs> than it may be another person. So I think that has skewed my experience. But so no, I'm not overly afraid of being on an elevator <laughs> with a guy. Elena, you're no shrinking violet and you wanted to and you're ready to answer. Right. I'm ready because I actually had an experience today that wasn't at the point today? of like today <laughs> today <laughs> yeah it's today and it wasn't at the point of like like concern of violence but it was definitely uncomfortable so i was going to get the window in my car replaced because somebody broke in in like october and i finally today went to have it done and the guy working there, and this happens like at gas stations, this happens anytime I get work done on my car, whatever, like guys will ask you invasive questions, like things that do not pertain whatsoever to like your, your accounts or what you need done in your car. And they'll ask you like, do you live nearby? What do you do? Where do you go to school? Like, do you have a family? How old are your siblings? How old are you? And it's just like, over and over and over again and I remember sitting there and it was just like the guy who's like running the joint and he's a nice guy he doesn't mean to be like invasive whatsoever he's just again he's just trying to be nice like he's definitely flirting but not taking it too far and I remember thinking man I'm so glad that there's another customer in here right now so that he can't like you know just keep on asking me all these questions but I mean he did regardless and I mean, he ended up even like, like while he was having lunch, he kept like trying to give me a piece of pizza. And I kept saying no, like six times. And he just wouldn't take no for an answer. And I was like, fine, I'll take a goddamn slice of pizza, man. Like, all right. Oh, uh, also, also, we don't really swear on the, on the podcast, oh, God, sorry. but that's okay. Sorry. It, was, it, it was, it was, it was very naturalistic, um, <laughs> uh, very organic. It was so quick. No, no, so yeah, that could have, yeah, yeah. So let's just also dogs barking. Sorry, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm sure like... no one heard that because of the dogs. <laughs> exactly, um... they're fighting. <laughs> it was the dogs that cussed. It wasn't me. Um, but yeah, like he was so persistent that I just couldn't say no to like a slice of pizza, and that's where I get concerned because I don't feel comfortable being mean to people like I wish I could just be like I'm not interested please leave me alone I brought a book I have headphones in. like I don't know how to make the situation any more clear that I'm not interested 
and talking to you, but like, that's, it's just a daily thing. So I literally avoid going to the gas stations sometimes, like I'll like let my, my gas tank get down to a quarter. Like I try to go places with people. Cause I notice when you're with somebody, people don't ask you these invasive questions. Like when you're with someone, it's like, oh, those things are none of my business. But when you're alone, your business is just like all these guys' business. Like they can ask you anything, but if you're with somebody, it's like, oh, better, you know, respect her boundaries. So I would definitely be concerned being in an elevator, you know, with somebody I didn't know okay. on some occasions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the tiebreaker. Uh, Emily? I, I don't know if it's like a fair tiebreaker because I will say I probably grew up in a little slightly rougher neighborhood and I've like been attempted to be snatched off the street. So I think I have a slightly higher fear of that kind of stuff. So I try not to. Is it is it fear or, or are you do you stay on your toes because of this experience? I'll go like based on the vibe of whoever is in the elevator like if i just don't feel right i'll pretend like i have to go back to the car or something like that but yeah i i guess i could be more you could call it more so on your toes like just being aware of your surroundings yeah so. well and don't get me wrong i don't i don't ask the question like you know you know so are the three of you crippled by fear? Uh, that's, that's not yeah. what it's just have more. You, it's it happens more than people think it does. Yeah, like, have yeah, you so. experienced enough trauma to be aware of your surroundings now? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And and I don't want to make light of it just because I'm physically more intimidating as a woman than the average woman. I mean, I've been called names on the street. I've been catcalled by passing cars, you know, all sorts of things have happened. And you do feel a stab of fear and humiliation all at the same time. Yeah. But there's nothing you can really do about it in the yeah. moment and it's yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, okay, this could be stupid, a, a stupid question. Um, okay. uh, uh, Emily, we- when I'm being self-effacing, Emily, we like to give it a beat before you just jump in there and say, yep. <laughs> are, are wolf whistles always bad? I can't whistle, so I can't do it. You know that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're always bad. Again, I hate everybody. Especially so. from a stranger. Well, if it's a stranger, like you don't know that person. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if it's a friend and you're getting ready to go somewhere. It's yeah, like, I can see in that context, it's funny. It's, it's you funny. know, you're yeah. having fun. Yeah. But, but I other, don't know. if you don't know the person and oh, you're at a yeah, Walmart, no. it's like you just immediately get and angry. Yeah. And angry. scary. And it's scary. And scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Interesting. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Well, Do I you just want to get whistled at. Uh, I don't really. Uh, we've uh, Brian and I have discussed previously that uh, I'm in a um, lovable phase of my life, 
Um, You're Omar Sharif now. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. really more like Ernest Borgnine, but. Um, <laughs> Jeff um, looks like Wreck It Ralph, so I doubt anyone would <laughs> want to. Uh, again, you're being, you guys are too nice. We all know he looks like Norm from Cheers with the personality of Cliff. <sighs> Isn't that, that is like the meanest thing. I don't think it's that mean. I don't think I'm as heavy as George went and nor do I think that I'm as irritating as, as Cliff Clavin. You're a fact encyclopedia like Cliff. And I said, you looked like him. Norm. So you were the exact replica. Okay. And down by the river. <laughs> My name's Matt Foley. <laughs> yeah, I used to be able to do that pretty well. But uh, the thing about Matt Foley is he was 33 years old. And so um, I'm, I'm older than that now. So. Um, Are you? What? Yeah, yes, I am. I, 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 in fact, I am more than four years older than you, Elena. My goodness. So there was a, um, a story that I almost told Brian uh, well, I, for, I forgot to tell Brian on the Omar Sharif uh, episode, uh, and that is, um, so m some years ago, I was down in uh, uh, the Rio Grande Valley, where my mother and her husband lived, and I was doing some work in their house for them, and I was at uh, um, uh, Home Depot first thing on a Sunday morning uh, to get some stuff that I needed. With so, all the other men in the world. I'm sorry? With all the other men in the world. Uh, no, it, no it, was, it was actually pretty, pretty, it was pretty quiet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, no, 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 it's okay. So, um, so there, were, there were two employees uh, of Home Depot, Home Depot uh, uh, both women, uh, one uh, young and uh, fulsome and uh, nubile, and um, the other one um, much older, uh, who, and I think she had like a really long hair growing out of a mole on her chin. Okay, but you'd still hit it. I, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, um, telling a story. Continue. So this is so so this is when I realized that I am no longer the action hero in the movie, but I've become a funny sidekick because here's because the younger woman was um, uh, very very pleasant, um, but businesslike. But then, but the older woman was like, hey, hey, big boy. <laughs> and so um, I'm, I'm more Bruce Campbell and less Jeffrey Donovan these days. Wow. Burn notice reference acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. Tirza was really, 
loving the USA Network uh, adventures yeah. uh, in the uh, in the yeah. in the aughts. Um, okay, uh, Emily, you have something to uh, say about uh, me and the the ladies of uh, the South Texas Home Depot? I'm just, you know, picturing you hobbling around like a grandpa. So it's kind of hard for me to picture. <laughs> like, to I'm picturing the, the knee pads, a little tool belt, <laughs> the whole, the whole nine. I like to be ready for anything. Uh, are you having are, are you having some dinner, Elena? My stepdad got me chocolate for Valentine's. Oh. They've been eating only Indian food lately, and I'm all for it. Less preservatives. It's too spicy. It's pretty spicy. <laughs> It is spicy. Yeah. A lot of spicy stuff, yeah. But oh my god, they have so many types of bread, like naan and stuff, and ooh, it's good. I'd be okay with that, but okay. So we know what um, uh, uh, Emily's gonna watch tonight. She's gonna start the four-part true crime miniseries about the. Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. Uh, Tirza, what are you watching tonight? Well, I've been really into uh, watch reviews on YouTube lately. I'm trying to cool that a little bit because I've bought way too many watches. So I probably just can do a good book. All right, wait, what was the- Yeah, wrist wrist, wrist watches. Yeah, what kind of watches we talking? Um, Well, I, well, I've been learning a lot. I got my first automatic yeah. type watch. So that um, it has a rotor inside of it that spins as you wear it. That's what makes it work rather than being a quartz movement, which uses a battery. Okay. So, All right. So that's been fun. Yeah. So I got, I got more watches coming. My family's like, how many watches have you bought? And I was like, I'll never tell. I'll never count. And I'll never tell. <laughs> So you're saying if that watch breaks, it'll be harder to figure out how to fix than an average watch. Hopefully it'll just never break. There you yeah. go. Yeah, don't yeah. break it. Yeah. Right, right, don't right. break it. Let's see. I have um, I have fewer than a hundred watches, but I have more than none yet. <laughs> that was a very high number to start with. Um, I think you should always Julia Child. <laughs> what is that about Julia what? Child? I just that was what I was picturing Jeff watching tonight. A little Julia um, Child, maybe yes. a little Good. a little blankie and a heating pad for his mm. old bones <laughs> on this cold day. And and oh, yeah, it's, it's um, cold in Texas right now, isn't it? It is, but I have to assume it's colder in Kansas City. Yeah, we had a high of uh, one today. <laughs> so that's pretty cold. Uh, uh, so yeah, it, the sun came out and it, it kind of got into the uh, 20s or, uh, and it felt pretty warm, but 
it's it's going to be really cold for Texas. Um, Elena, you're in Houston. How how cold to get down there today? I went rollerblading. It was only like 40 degrees. It was not bad. Not bad at all. But it looks like you had your your snuggie turned into a pullover. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so that the length of it doesn't bind your legs while you're rollerblading? No, but I mean you're you're you know, it's you're emitting so much energy that you just don't stop and you'll be fine. The wind's been blowing. That's been chilly. Yeah, this this jagged thing, however warm and comfortable when you're sitting still is fine, but when you're actually moving, it doesn't the air just pierces right into you. Oh <laughs> nothing for outdoor cold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I got, uh, you know, at the risk of sounding like Will Ferrell in uh, old school, um, you know, I got a lot to do. Got to, got to make another phone call. Um, gotta watch Julia Childs. I'm not going to watch Julia Childs. I've never in my life watched Julia Childs. Um, <laughs> though there was, there was a rumor that she had been in the CIA I think she was in like some sort of like um, intelligence operation in uh, uh, the Second World War, but um, the CIA that she was a member of was the Culinary Institute of America. So, I, I th there's a mystery I solved. I did. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> you know, it's one thing for you to hate everyone. But you can't expect to keep getting in, invited back to Managing Expectations, the podcast. This is what the people came for. Your acerbic lack of wit? Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we're reading Fair de Lance for the uh, 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 next month's uh, book club. Um uh is Mark Romero in? No, Mark I don't know. Romero is in. M Mrs. Winger may be in. Wouldn't that be Ooh. exciting? Oh yeah. That, Every would, be, that would be fantastic. Everybody yeah. loves Mrs. Winger. Yeah. Uh yeah. um and then uh what else do we have? We have um uh oh I don't know. Uh the, re the reason I'm, we're able to do this tonight is uh, Mrs. Winger's working, um, you know, and I got to think that on a night when it's 10 degrees, she is really getting it done. Um, anyway, um, I'm very, very happy. Oh, okay. Let, let me ask you guys this. Uh, I, I want to ask you all this. Uh, how do you get your music? Um, I take it that you're not buying CDs. So you're streaming something, right? Because you're all that age. Mm. Yeah, I oh. still buy CDs, and I just bought a a um, Victrola. So I started collecting albums too. Yeah, but I was mostly I stream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Vinyl. Right, vinyl. It'd okay. be vinyl or streaming. Yeah. How? Who do you? How do you get your streaming music? 
Spotify, Apple, uh, you know, a- Apple Music, uh, Google Play. How, how how do you get it? I use Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. I, I use Spotify only because that's what my phone like. When you say, "Okay, G O O G L E, play Selena," it opens Spotify. But otherwise, really, YouTube. Yeah. But otherwise, YouTube, but with an ad blocker downloaded onto my Chrome, so I don't have to sit through, what is it now, like six advertisements Mm -hmm. during one video now? It's getting out of hand. I don't feel bad about it. That's a good idea. Yeah. It really works. It doesn't work on your phone, but it works on your your laptop. Yeah, look, so they'll put one at the end, right at the end, so you have to sit through the ad. Yeah. Yeah, so you get the end of your video. Yeah. Yeah. The middle. I mean, come on. <laughs> Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah said that pretty soon we're gonna have to answer an ad, or we're gonna have to watch an ad just to be able to answer our phone. And at that point, I'm just going to live in the woods because I want a good ad-free living style lifestyle. Yeah. Did you guys watch the social dilemma? that documentary on netflix oh you should i it's it's so scary and um but one thing they said was there an elevator in it wait wait was there an elevator in it (laughs) yeah yeah it was a bunch of social media ex-presidents and ceos sitting on elevators telling us things and it was terrifying but they oh you should it's so good so interesting one thing they said is course they've perfected how to make even email addictive so that you're always checking your email you're always checking social media but they said that common phrase in the tech industry which I'd never heard before is if you're not paying for a product you then are the, you're product. the product yeah I had ah. never heard that before and I've so heard about- so of course everything you do everything you look at everything you click through on it's sellable information. Yeah, I've, I've been noticing anytime I download an app on my phone, like anything, especially with school, I have um, Microsoft Teams, you have to go into the settings and you have to go through everything and change it because even Facebook has an option to follow what you're doing outside of the app on your phone and on your laptop and you have to actually go in there wow. and turn the setting off. Otherwise it's like, but at the same time, I mean, how many billions of people use Facebook? Like, I don't think they really care what I'm looking at on Etsy on a Tuesday, you know? She wants ceramics. Ooh. No, and okay, but okay, this is where Facebook's got a slight edge on me. Uh, so to give the people what they want, I've gone out and I've collected uh, three 28-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> just found us on the street <laughs> well no no obviously not i have i have a uh uh, uh you know a, a cool uncle jeff uh, vibe with you guys not so much emily who uh i want to punch in the face but you know at the, <laughs> at the risk of at the risk of seeming ungallant in gallant uh, um but but uh you you are demographically similar. Um, 
I don't know if anybody can tell, but you're all white girls. Um, uh, uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Elena doesn't see color. And, and, and I don't see color, just that actually in itself is uh, being racist. <laughs> you have to acknowledge race. Otherwise, if you ignore something, then you become part of the problem. I am, I, I, am, I am just tickled pink to have with us this week on Managing Expectations, Tirza Major, Emily Fry, and first-time guest, Elena Vaslovskaya. Uh, this has been a hoot. You guys are just two halves of a pip. This just pops my top. So thank you Let's very much. Hmm? <laughs> no, thank, you. thank you very much <laughs> Alec, all right so uh we'll do this again you guys have a great night thank you so much for coming on this is this has been fun this has been great thank you, thank you. Oh, all right so let's go to work okay bye everyone wait it's